Damn, dude. There you go. Sex can wait. Don't die. <laughs> they should just do that in sex ed. Yeah, dude. Don't talk about SQDs. Do you want to fucking Just die? show dead bodies. <laughs> dead monkeys. <laughs> this could be your future. What is chiefing, my dudes? I tried it last time. I said my guys and girls, and I fucking hate it. So, going back to what is chiefing, my dudes. That's actually really insensitive, dude. I fucking knew that was coming. We are starting off this month, since it's February, with Professions of Love. So, this is a Love Gone Wrong episode. So, I want to start the episode off by saying, Bryce, I love you. I want to counter by saying, that went wrong. Fuck. I thought you were going to say I want a divorce. <laughs> no, worse. I want an annulment. Thank God. Um, so what we'll be doing is we're going to take three, three times, three times Just that shitty love went wrong. Genuine statement. <laughs> three times that love went wrong. Someone professed their love and it ended badly for them. I want to circle back to how you opened the show because it just reminds me of something Logan and I watched. We watched, I don't know if it's the newest season of Survivor or I don't know. We, start, we decided to watch a somewhat recent season of survivor and the start of the show by jeff propes asking everyone if he was if it was okay if he still said come on in guys because i guess that's how he like always welcomes in the tribes for like a challenge he goes come on in guys Literally every single season he's done that except this yeah, one now so yeah he started the season he's like are you guys still okay with me saying that i was like whoa this is so strange if if the host of this show was an alien what would his job be on the ship? Probe sting. Jeff probes. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Boo, dude. If you're Sacco next year, you need to take that on stage. <laughs> that would be hilarious. I wanted that for the, the punishment. I can't believe no one voted for it. What was it? That would be the most hilarious thing is like, loser has to go on stage at an open mic and do a five-minute set recorded. I would die to see anyone in the league do that. I would love to do that, though. That's something I actually want to do. I would yeah, lose I, just I'd for be, that. I think it'd be like funnier to see like Kevin go up on stage and do that. Oh, my God. That would be so funny. Like, hey, everyone. Um, yeah. uh, so... <sighs> <laughs> all right but folks we're doing the professions of love and one thing i want to start this with is i was initially gonna do van gogh but this is kind of like a mandela effect thing where i did research on it and like the story isn't what i thought it was like he cut off his ear but he didn't mail it to a girlfriend I thought that's what the story was. Yeah, he, I thought it was. He didn't he do just, that? No, he just like gave it to some kind of prostitute on the street that he saw. He was like having some kind of like I don't know, men- mental episode or going hallucinating, something like that. And he cut off his ear. I don't think it was any professional love. And they just gave it to a prostitute. Well, so the, the crazy thing about Van Gogh is, first off, his name is actually Van Gogh. It's pronounced differently. Um, I'm like, shut up. I, I'm serious. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It really is. All right, so, Jeff. Someone told someone told me that in an art class, and I was like, "Nah, you're fucking with me, right?" And then the teacher was like, "No, yeah, it is Van Gogh," and I'm like, "All right, I'm never fucking saying that." Um, yeah. And then second, he he would use his paint, and and then after he was like, you know, trying to get the the paintbrush wet, he would lick it. And the paint back then had like lead in it oh. and all these chemicals and shit. So that that messed with his brain. So that led him to cut his ear off. Yes. 
Ah, uh, ah, okay, okay. That was worse than my Jeff Probst thing. No I want you to know. Way. I want you to know that, okay? You guys be the judge of it. Who do you think had a better joke, Jeff Probst on a spaceship or led to that? I mean, that was that was like gift wrap to you. That was too easy. Come on. Exactly. It was stupid. Um, so that's, is that your number one? No, 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 no. That was just a precursor. How dare you? I can start with my number one. Go ahead. My number wait, one wait, is- Do I go first? You're Ninny, right? Oh, that's right. Okay, so I'm going to go first. My number one, and I, and I honestly, I could do just three of these all of myself because it's happened multiple times. Oh, where, oh man. All right, I'll do one of my own. But I'm going to do just one of my own. That's it. You know her well. Every single day after track practice, get in the car. Oh, man. That sh- was one hot piece of ace. So oh, I was gonna I ask her to. This. I was gonna ask her to winter formal. Oh, got no. everything all ready. Got my shirt. Wrote on it winter formal. Had the coach give her a box of cereal that said, "I would be lucky if you accompanied me with your charm to winter formal," because it was Lucky Charms and it had like a ticket inside, like a golden ticket. And then he gave it to her. I stand in front of. Everyone at track practice unzip my jacket and say, will you go to winter formal with me? And she goes, I can't. My friend really likes you. And then I had to go the entire track practice with that fucking (laughs) winter formal shirt on, running laps, doing sprints. And then like every now and then we'd kind of like link up where she was running the same speed that I was. And I'm like, I got to go faster or slower than you right now. I cannot do this. It was horrible oh man dude i you have another one that i'm aware of too which is just as equally well not as equally bad but just more like less foresight on your end this one was the most cringy what was what was my other one where you were gonna ask a girl but she was like dating someone oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) no not even flowers just one single flower and i'm I'm standing around at fucking break and like, lunch. Facebook. This is probably searchable. <laughs> it was so funny, dude. I'm walking around campus with that shit. Oh, and then God. finally I walk into the classroom and she's she's just like walking in with this fucking parade of flowers and balloons all around her. She just got asked. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> God, it was so bad. And there was another time, too, where I was going to ask someone and I had my hand in my backpack to grab chocolates and a teddy bear and a little note on it that said, will you go to homecoming with me or something like that um, in French? Because it was a French themed thing and she loved French. So had it all planned out, had my hand in the backpack about to do it. Her friend comes up and she's like, hey, so has your boyfriend asked you yet? And I was like, oh, brutal. I gotta go. I just shoved the candy back in my backpack and ate it later. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Watching Bridget Jones' diary, crying my ass off. (laughs) Gets you through every time. Um, I'll I'll do my personal one. I'll save that for last. Okay. This first one, I think, is it's like Darwin Award level stupid. Um, it was a deadly proposal. An American man died while proposing to his girlfriend underwater during a vacation in Tanzania. This guy, Stephen Weber, drowned while asking his girlfriend to marry him at an island resort. Um, so essentially what happened is he, she was in some kind of like underwater room and he got to the outside and swam down to the window where she could see the underwater and he was holding a note that said, you know, like, will you marry me? And then on the note it said, I can't hold my breath long enough to tell you everything I love about you, but everything I love about you, I love more every day. Will you please marry me? And he's just fucking dead? And... 
drowned. Oh, that's so bad. That's that so is horrible. So <laughs> he literally said it in the note. I can't yeah, hold my yeah, breath can- long enough, and he's dead. <laughs> oh, that's so horrible. I feel so I bad for laughing. Was, I thought it was going to be more funny, but like saying it out loud now, it's just sad. <laughs> it is sad because... Everything that he wrote on that note was actually what fucking happened. Yeah. <laughs> I can't hold my breath. I thought you were going to say, like, he wrote the note while he's underwater, like, I'm fucking trapped under here. Please <laughs> help me. And then, like, slams it on the window. Insane. <laughs> Proposal of death is, like, up there with one of the worst things ever. That's pretty shitty. Oh, man, that sucks. Okay, my number two. Okay, picture this, right? You're at work. You have an infatuation with one of your coworkers. So... You start to develop feelings for them. Eventually, you profess your love to them while they're engaged. A long engagement, by the way. Kiss her, and then she says, I'm sorry, I can't. You go on vacation, come back. Turns out, engagement's over. You almost get punched in the freaking face until Dwight Schrute comes out of nowhere with Mace and saves your ass. That was a great moment. He could have died. He would, I mean, that guy's a big dude. He would have just knocked him on his ass and killed him with one punch. That's also one of the best TV moments of all time. Uh, my second one, I call it death won't do us part. Okay. So the phrase till death do us part was not good enough for Carl Tanzler, who in 1940 was charged with uh, maliciously destroying a grave and removing a body without authorization. Hear it out. Uh, he was charged with this when police discovered that he was in possession of the corpse of a Miss Marie Milagro de Hoyos, a young woman who had died of tuberculosis in 1931. If you're doing the math, that's nine years previously that she died. He was charged in 1940. Tanzler's obsession with Hoyos began in 1930 when she was a patient at the hospital that he served. Uh, There's no evidence that he reciprocated, there was no evidence that she reciprocated his feelings, but Tanzler fought desperately to save Hoyos' life. Following her passing, Tanzler became a regular visitor to her above-ground mausoleum, which is like a gravesite, um, after two years of snuggling with the corpse in the mausoleum. Oh my god. he He removed her body and brought it home with him, which is where it remained for another seven years until he was arrested. Jesus. That's like some fucking creepy Warren Bates or Warren Bates, Bates Motel shit. That's the whole premise of that movie. It's insane that there's people like this that like do this or want to do this. This guy was existing in society for nine years and going to his job, going to the market, you know, like fucking throwing a frisbee. I don't know. And he went back home <laughs> and he was snuggling with bones. Oh, I mean, it's a profession of love, but it's definitely like, that's that's bad. You can't do that. Yeah, that's it's, it's illegal. <laughs> no, it, I think it is illegal to like, unless you taxidermy someone, can you do that? Um, No. I'm sure that it, they probably smelt, don't you think? Oh, yeah. Like, well, after nine years, I'm sure the smell went away. But like, whatever the, well, no, because it's two years in the mausoleum. So it all decomposed. And it's out. I don't know. What the fuck? Do mausoleums just smell? Like, how's that? How's that work? I know that they have like embalming fluid, which just like takes everything out of the system. But oh, I don't maybe. know. If, I don't know if that makes the smell go away. Probably. Yeesh. No, thank you. Um. So my number three. What do you call? What do you call sex? Sex. You call it sex, right? Yeah. Okay. But there's also another word for it. Fornication. There's. It's an act shagging. of shagging. Shagging. Yes, it's an act of boinking. Thank you. You got it. No, it's an act of love. Love making. Right. So this uh, is a profession yeah, of love. That's right? involved. <laughs> So this, yes, yes, love is involved. So there's a 
35-year-old man who just wants to get a bit of loving in his life. So he calls up his local sex worker (laughs) and drives over to pick her up, comes back to the house, boinks it out, profession of love, and dies due to extreme orgasm. Whoa. Didn't know that was a thing. Is that like your blood pressure just goes way too high or something? It It just says... The man named Charles Mahawa lost consciousness ever after having sex and died shortly afterwards due That's to extreme wild. orgasm. I mean, could you imagine being the autopsy guy? Like, <laughs> what was the cause of death? I don't know, man. This dude is still hard. Yo, do you think his bone just stayed there? It's got to be like blo- like your blood pressure just shoots through the roof. Maybe. I mean, there's a um, a study where they – this is such a weird study, by the way. I don't know why our tax dollars went to this. But they had these scientists hook a monkey up to this button. And the button pushed, I don't know, neurons or had something fire in his brain that caused an orgasm. And he pushed the button until he fucking died. Because he just had too many of them. Because he just couldn't. He's like, I feel so good. I can't stop. And just kept pushing the button over and over and over till he died. Stupid monkey. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid monkey. <laughs> that kind of reminds me of uh, one episode of CSI I watched like way back in the day where this one guy was found dead in a hotel room. And it turns out he was just suffocated by this really, really big chick that he was having sex with because she was on top of him. That was actually that was going to be my number three. Um, not that episode, but like an actual person that that happened to. That's wild. Yeah. And like, or like people have like heart attacks during sex because they're just like, oh my God, it feels so good. And then die. Damn, dude. There you go. Sex can wait. Don't die. (laughs) (laughs) They should just do that in sex ed. Yeah, dude. Don't talk about STDs. Just show dead bodies. Dead monkeys. (laughs) (laughs) This could be your future. All right, my third one, it's a personal story. It's not even that funny, but since you threw it out, I'll throw it out. Uh, Freshman year, first dance where you ever ask anyone to a dance ever. I think it was, what, like homecoming? No. Uh, Yeah. Winter fall. No, No, it's uh, Morp. Morp is the first Uh, one, I think. But you don't ask to that dance. You just go. You just fucking go. You just fucking morp it up, dude. (laughs) Um, So winter formal, I was going to ask this chick and I did some, like I did something similar to you where it was uh, fucking now and laters, like the candy, Mm -hmm. where I opened one of them and I put a note in it and then like gave her the now and laters and like played it cool and waited, right? Like I didn't reveal anything. And then I got the text back where she said, oh, I just saw the note. Sorry, my mom won't let me go. And oh. I was like, that's fucking brutal, dude. That's that's the excuse that literally everyone uses when they just don't want to go. Yeah, I was like, oh, that sucks. I mean, I, there's not really an appropriate way to say, no, I don't want to go with you. So yeah. I had to stomach that one. <laughs> I, ha- I, I had someone ask me um, in like middle school if I want to go to a dance. And I literally told her, I, I can't go. I have football practice. Oh, I wasn't in no. football. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't in football at the time. So oh, it was really bad. <laughs> fucking middle school, high school shit is so cringy. Uh-huh. Honestly, it makes me just want to cut my ear off. <laughs> <laughs> Makes him want to have an orgasm to death. <laughs> um, I was actually going to do uh, another one. 
it was going to be this whole time you and your friend are like kind of fighting for the for the uh the attention of this girl and eventually you kiss this girl and you're like yeah hell yeah dude i got a freaking kiss what'd you get man and then you find out later it was your freaking sister the whole time and then your sister's planet blows up (laughs) star wars man that's crazy or you like get separated from your chinese daughter or Japanese daughter and then get put in captivity for like 20 years and you get out and you kill all these other guys and you find this one girl, you end up falling in love with her and boinking her and then you find out it's your daughter. What was that? Old boy. You don't know old boy? No, never saw that. Oh my gosh, dude. The amount of movies you watch, watch old boy. Thanks for spoiling the whole fucking movie. Oh, well, yeah, fuck. It's kind of like <laughs> an iconic, like you look it up her on tomatoes, it's got to be mid 90s. That's like um, Odysseus. Same thing. He, he, he like like, no, no, not, not Odysseus. Who's the one that fucked his mom? Wasn't it the Odyssey? Odysseus? No, no, no. He, he left because he had to go on some journey and then came back. It, it was... Uh Oedipus. It was Oedipus. Because uh, there's Rex. an Oedipus complex where like you like are like in love with your mom or something like that. And he hears the prophet tell him that he will have sex with his mom and kill his dad. So then he leaves, but he was given away at birth and he didn't know that. So when he left, he went to where his real parents were, killed his dad in the street, and then was like, oh my gosh, who killed this man? I don't know. But this queen is pretty hot. I'm going to go fuck her. And then it turns out that was his mom and he boinked his mom the whole time disgusting disgusting dude it's weird how many tropes there are like that i feel like that maybe that just happened a lot back in the day oh no probably not or maybe and they were ashamed so they made it like the drama the tragedy Uh like oh no who did this oh man this sucks (laughs) (laughs) i I can't believe this freaking happened so weird uh my last one that got subbed out for my personal story was the story of this dude that uh, wanted to get sympathy from his recent ex-girlfriend so he had his buddy shoot him uh he shot him multiple times <laughs> he's like i'm such a good friend <laughs> yeah and then at the end of it the girl didn't feel any sympathy for him at all and just thought he was an idiot for trying to pull a stunt like that oh so he didn't die he, he lived no no he lived yeah wow that's so stupid. Why And why would he tell her, like, look at what I did for you? <laughs> yeah, like, I got shot twice. I really need you right now. Netflix and chill. <laughs> I got a hole in my chest and you got a hole I want to fill, baby. Come on over. <laughs> Yo, Netflix just tried to raise their prices. I saw this morning. They tried to pull a, a smooth one. Where they're, did they really? Like, I'm paying, I think, nine ninety five, and they're like, um, you know, next month, uh, we're going to increase the price to nineteen ninety five. Holy just crap. So you can keep your 4K viewing. And I'm like, what the fuck? I don't watch 4K. So they give you, like, different tiers of options to choose. Mm-hmm. But that was, like, so dirty. That's bullcrap. I had the same thing happen when I went to the gym at uh, Crunch Fitness or Crunch... Yeah, Crunch Fitness. Crunch. They were yeah. like, oh, we're going to just increase you um, by like 10 bucks next month. So be aware. I'm like, um, be aware that I'm fucking done with this place. No, I'm not I'm not paying more money to stay at a gym that I've already been at paying the same price. Yeah, that's whack. And you're not changing anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, no, that's stupid. You're the one that, no, uh-uh. Um, by the way, speaking of professions of love, I was, uh, I was watching Ron White the other night and- Comedian? Yeah, the comedian. And he's talking about- French bulldogs. Love them. <laughs> He's like, you know French bulldogs? You know what they look like to me? It looked like a pug got fucked by a fruit bat. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it totally does. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the most accurate depiction I've seen or heard. Uh-huh. 
But he didn't say fucked. He said raped. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah. Fruit, fruit bats are very aggressive. Guys, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. We'll profess our love to you and not die, hopefully, at the end of it. So thank you for listening. Be back next week with another love-filled episode. And we got some fun shit in store later this month. Maybe a guest. Maybe the rest. Maybe the best. So stay tuned. From all of us here at Chiefin, keep it Chiefin. Keep it Chiefin.